Hello and welcome to another episode from my laser-focused positivity podcast series. My name is Stuart Harding and I am here five days per week from Monday to Friday to try and hopefully make you feel more positive than you perhaps were before you started listening to this podcast. Before I discuss today's topic, let me just remind you or let you know if you are new to my channel that if you would like to email me your queries or conundrums, then you can do so via stewysongs at gmail.com. That is S-T-E-W-Y-S-O-N-G-S at gmail.com. And I will endeavor to tackle your issue or issue on a forthcoming show. And if you would like to check out my music or support my music career, what with me being a musician amongst many things by trade, then you can do so via linktr ee forward slash Stewie Songs. And both my email address and this web address should be listed in the description of this podcast. And depending on which platform you're listening to this via, they should both be clickable as well. So I've just come up with a title, as usual, for today's show, and that title is If Your Life Was to End Tomorrow, What Would You Wish You Had Done? And this kind of ties in with what I was talking about yesterday, and that was to see beyond the wall. If you've got an obstacle in your life, if you've got something, a struggle which you're trying to overcome, to see beyond that, to look at the bigger picture, look beyond what's in front of your face. So, for example... If your life was to end tomorrow, don't focus on the struggles now. What would you be thinking? If you were laying on your deathbed, I know it's a bit morbid, but this is important. If you were lying on your deathbed right now, what would be the one thing that you wish you had done? So when people say, as I was talking about yesterday, when people say, I don't know where to start, I want to do this, I want to do that, but I don't know where to start. Well, one of the ways to get yourself started is to think, if my life was to end tomorrow, what would I wish that I had done? And you'll get your answer, I'm sure, very, very quickly. When you envisage such an emotive scenario, it's very easy to see where your heart lies. As I've said before, they say, if you want to know where your heart lies, look where your mind goes when it wanders. Well, one of the ways to do that is to emotionalize. Sometimes you have to add emotion to your thoughts for you to actually be able to ascertain where your heart actually lies. And one of the ways to do that is to imagine that today is the last day of your life. What would you wish you had done? You will get your answer very quickly, I'm sure. And then you know exactly where you should start. So when you're thinking to yourself, oh, I'd like to do this, but I don't know where to start. Well, I'm pretty sure that you'll come up with an answer quite quickly if you take the long view, as it were, and you think about, what you would be wanting to do if this was the last day of your life and things will fall into place as I said yesterday once you get the ball rolling and in my experience doing what I've just suggested you should do is a great way to get that ball rolling and to get those thoughts flowing and those ideas flowing so that you know where to start and where you're likely to go after you've started on the quest or the journey which you would like to embark upon. And another thing to do is to remember, and this may seem obvious, but there are a lot of people right now who are living the last moments of their life. And I'm sure that many of them will be wishing that they did something in their life which they didn't actually go on to do. So think of that. Keep that front of mind that there's people drawing their last breath as we speak. Again, this is quite morbid, but I'm using I'm trying to use sadness to motivate you to not waste your time. And one of the reasons why I'm doing that, and something's just popped into my head, 
In 2016, I recorded a song. I'm going to try and keep this story as short as possible. But I recorded a song. I was about to go out for the evening, I seem to recall, with my partner for dinner. And I hadn't put any new material on YouTube, any new songs. And I wanted to, at the time, I think I had about nearly 10,000 YouTube subscribers. And I wanted to put something on there to keep my subscribers engaged. But all of the cover versions that I knew were already on there, all the ones that I knew how to play on the guitar, and all of my original material was on there as well. So I didn't actually know what to put on there. So I basically cobbled together something which I used to practice on the guitar, This little, a few little riffs which I used to practice on the guitar. I cobbled them together in a song in about 20 minutes. It wasn't difficult because the component parts of the song were pretty much all there. All I had to do really was to give the song give the component parts some structure and voila, as they say, I had a song. So I decided in the moment to record this song. I did three takes of a song called So Long to Love and I took the best take and I uploaded it to YouTube and then I shared it on Facebook and within three minutes, a film director who I'd previously lent a song to for one of his films, which he used as the soundtrack, the song was called Wanting for Nothing, he messaged me on Facebook and he said, did you write that song? And I said, yeah. And he said, can I use it in a theatre production which will be performed at the Edinburgh Festival for 14 nights? And I said, yeah, sure. And then he said, actually, scrap that. He said, would you like to come on tour with us and perform it? And my first thought was, oh, my God, I haven't played anywhere for a year and a half. And I knew how popular the Edinburgh Festival was. And I wasn't sure if I had the confidence at the time to be touring with people he said that there would be these actors that I would be working with had all appeared on television and in films and I didn't really think I had the confidence to do it but something inside me told me and I, as I was getting older I was becoming more aware of the opportunities which we in the western world have which many people would give their right arm for so that kicked in and this kind of it kind of felt to me if I turned the opportunity down that I was being disrespectful to the people in the world that don't have opportunities, don't have the kind of opportunities that you and I have, most likely have anyway. And so I, I against what I, my gut was telling me, I did it anyway. I agreed to it and I toured with this theatre production for 14 nights at the Edinburgh Festival and we did two shows in London prior to that. And this was one of those things, you know, that's a good thing to do is to put yourself is to remember that when you're thinking, when you're feeling lazy or you're not feeling motivated, whatever it may be, and you're thinking, oh, I'd like to do this, but I don't know where to start. One of the things to do is to remember that probably two thirds of the world, if you have the opportunity to do what you're thinking you'd like to do in the first place, and you're from a so-called developed country, that two thirds of the world probably don't have that opportunity that you're procrastinating about. So to me, it kind of feels disrespectful to be procrastinating or to turn down an opportunity when two thirds of the world or even a third of the world don't have the same opportunities as us. OK, so that's another way to to try and get get the ball rolling, to try and get you motivated and, try, and to try and get you doing these things, which I'm sure you would wish that you'd done if your life was to end tomorrow. So just trying to offer you some techniques. It's all about visualization. In my experience, visualization is the key to almost everything i've talked about this before every morning i do visualization i watch videos on youtube about some of my longer term goals and this morning i was watching half an hour's worth of content about loneliness 
I don't have any experience of loneliness, but I have an idea which I'm going to be seeking an international patent on in a few years' time when I've got the capital to actually be able to put this idea into production. And this centers around me trying to help lonely people no matter what government restrictions are in place. So if the government wants to carry on having social distancing restrictions indefinitely, and my partner told me today that Scotland, where I live, is trying to put it into law that these restrictions and these measures can be put in place indefinitely. Well, I predicted all of this at the start of the so-called pandemic, but I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. But the point being is that I'm visualizing I'm teaching myself, I'm educating myself on loneliness in this example. And the more I visualize, the more I understand what it is that I'm looking to go into. So the field of loneliness with the intention of me trying to help these people. And the more you visualize and visualize the outcome, what you hope to achieve by educating yourself, the more likely it is going to be for the reasons that I've stated in many, many previous podcasts that you will achieve your desired outcome. The number one thing that people say that they wish that they had more of on their deathbed is more time. It's the number one thing that people say. And why do they wish that they had more time? Well, by process of elimination, it would surely be because they didn't do all of the things that they wish that they had done. So don't be that person at the end of your life wishing you'd done things. My dad, one of the only true things that he actually ever said was, there's nothing so sad as wasted talent. And this quote has always stuck with me. And it's something I've been very mindful of throughout my life, not to waste whatever talents I may have. So don't be the person at the end of your life who wishes they'd done things. I can't think of anything sadder than that. I've not been in that situation, obviously, yet. And hopefully I never will. But I cannot think of anything sadder than that. And hopefully these techniques which I have offered you today have helped you to get on the horse and to get a grip of yourself and take the ball by the horns and seize your destiny. And I think that that is where I would like to end today's show, folks. I hope you've taken some value from this. And if you've enjoyed this show and this style of podcasting, which was completely off of the cuff, I used to write down bullet points, but I write down nothing but a title now and I just let whatever comes out of my mouth flow. And if you like this style of podcasting, then please rate this show or this channel of mine, if you've the option to do so. I believe that both help my shows and my channel to rank in search results. And if you would like to email me your troubles or your conundrums, then you can do so via stewysongs at gmail.com, as I said at the start of this show. And I will endeavour to tackle your issue or issues on a forthcoming show. And if you would like to check out my music or support my music career, I guess I've given it a little plug throughout this podcast. That was purely accidental. It just tied in with the show, I can assure you. (laughs) then you can do so via linktr.ee forward slash Stewie songs. And of course you can support this podcasting career of mine there. If you so wish as well, there are crowdfunding links. There are links to where you can sponsor me, tip me buy my merchandise, which I created all by myself. There are links to where you can stream my music for free. There is actually, while I remember there is a link to where you can get a CD from me and I will happily sign that. That will be shipped from me personally, and I will happily sign that for you, just as I have around 50% of the people who've actually bought it from me at no extra cost. I don't believe in charging extra for a signature. I know some musicians do that. I find that a little bit cringeworthy, but that's each to their own, I guess. And there are links via that link, if you click on it, where you can follow me and subscribe to me, etc., via social media. And that, of course, costs nothing too. 
But that is it from me for now, folks. I will be back on Friday, which will be tomorrow. But for now, have a great day, stay positive, and I will speak to you again soon. Thank you very much indeed for listening.